Welcome to the St. Paul's Episcopal Church podcast. Here, we will share our thoughts, voices, and prayers. St. Paul's is a progressive community of faith with ancient roots. You can find out more about St. Paul's at their website, stpauls.dioup.org, or find us on Facebook. If you would like to share your words on this podcast, send us a message. May God's peace be with you today and always. send the word from here to there. We built a stairway on past Mars and out to Pluto to the stars so all could see it everywhere. To send the word from now to then, we built a railway underground. We laid a line that carried sound so all could hear and take it in. We sent the word and sound and sight and the word we sent was ah, we could do better. A few days from the church calendar March 17th, St. Patrick, patron saint of Ireland, Irish people everywhere, and on this day, of all the rest of us as well. Here's a bit of his story. According to the Confession of St. Patrick, at the age of 16, he was captured by a group of Irish pirates. They took him to Ireland, where he was enslaved and held captive for six years. Patrick writes that the time he spent in captivity was critical to his spiritual development. He explains that the Lord had mercy on his youth and ignorance and afforded him the opportunity to be forgiven his sins and convert to Christianity. While in captivity, he worked as a shepherd and strengthened his relationship with God through prayer, eventually leading him to convert to Christianity. After six years of captivity, he heard a voice telling him that he would soon go home and then that his ship was ready. Fleeing his master, he traveled to a port 200 miles away, where he found a ship and with difficulty persuaded the captain to take him. After three days sailing, they landed, presumably in Britain, and apparently all left the ship walking for 28 days in a wilderness, becoming faint from hunger. After Patrick prayed for sustenance, they encountered a herd of wild boar. Since this was shortly after Patrick had urged them to put their faith in God, his prestige in the group was greatly increased. After various adventures, he returned home to his family. Now in his early 20s, 
after returning home to Britain, Patrick continued to study Christianity and later, as a result of a vision, returned to Ireland. So, good morning to uh, start with some form of the Lorca of St. Patrick. Here's a shorter version called the Rune of St. Patrick. At Tara, today in this fateful hour, I place all heaven with its power and the sun with its brightness, and the snow with its whiteness, and fire with all the strength it hath, and lightning with its rapid raft, and the winds with their swiftness along their path, and the sea with its deepness, and the rocks with their steepness, and the earth with its starkness, all these I place by God's almighty help and grace between myself and the powers of darkness. Always reminds me a bit of Gandalf in the Balrog. You shall not pass. There's also a hymn by C.F. Alexander, I Bind Unto Myself Today, which is in the uh, 1982 hymnal, the Episcopal Church. March 18th, well, not really a day of the church calendar. Well, it is. It's the Feast of Cyril of Jerusalem. But what I was noting, for those of you who were along for the ride, is that this is the day last year when we started the, an email a day series first couple were kind of lame, but as the days went on, they got more fun and interesting, at least in my humble opinion. March 19th, St. Joseph, husband of Mary, legal father of Jesus. We identify him as carpenter, but the word could mean a person who works with wood, metal, stone, kind of a craftsman. There's not really much about him in the New Testament. His visions, dreams about marrying Mary, his care for her and Jesus at his birth, his link to the family of David. Upon a typical St. Joseph's Day altar, people place flowers, limes, candles, wine, fava beans, specially prepared cakes, breads, cookies, other meatless dishes, and zipole. Foods are traditionally served containing breadcrumbs to represent sawdust. St. Joseph was a carpenter. Because the feast occurs during Lent, traditionally no meat was allowed on the celebration table. The altar usually has three tiers to represent the Trinity. That's all from Wikipedia. Hey, but check out that Zipoli. There's a link. I'm ready for that. Looks way better than the pooch beans to me. March 20th, Thomas Ken. He was born in 1637. His stepsister married Isaac Walton, who... I never really knew much about except that he had a lead. He's got kind of an interesting story, a 10-minute lead or so on Wikipedia. Um, he, then Thomas Kern, actually wrote hymns, in particular a morning hymn and an evening hymn, which both ended with the stanza, Praise God from whom all blessings flow, which we commonly sing in the doxology today. March 21, Thomas Cranmer, born in... 1849, he was a leader in the English Reformation and Archbishop of Canterbury. He helped build the case for the annulment of Henry's marriage to Catherine of Aragon, which is one of the causes of the separation of the English Church with, from union with the Holy See. Along with Thomas Cromwell, he supported the principle of royal supremacy in which the king was considered sovereign over the church within his realm. He wrote and compiled the first two editions of the Book of Common Prayer, from which this evening prayer is taken. O Lord, support us all day long until the shadows lengthen and the evening comes and the busy world is hushed and the fever of life is over and our work is done. 
then in thy mercy grant us a safe lodging and holy rest and peace everlasting. Some days from the World Earth Calendar, March 15th, Whew, the Ides of March, beware. Um, the Lakeview Gusher happened on this day. It was the largest accidental oil spill in history. It happened in Kern County, California in 1910. It lasted 18 months and released 9 million barrels of oil. The Deepwater Horizon is estimated at 4.9 million barrels. Anybody remember the John Wayne movie Hellfighters based on the story of Red Adair? Also on March 15th, the first internet domain name was registered in 1985. It was registered to the Symbolics Computer Corporation, Massachusetts, which has since gone out of business. And the Godfather movie opened in 1972. March 16th, St. Erho's Day. And yes, there is an ode to St. Erho. You can try reading it here. There's a link. And a bit more about the origin of St. Erho here and here more links, including the fact that while the legend originally credited Urho with chasing the frogs out of Finland, it, later it shifted to the grasshoppers who were attacking the grapevines. Maybe that's where the purple color comes into the observance. And yes, there is St. Urho's wife, Sinica. There's a link. March 16th also, Cycle premiered in 1960. Huh, okay, no shower tonight. Um, Arthur Godfrey died in 1983. Remember him? Seratan spells backwards his natures. Or was it the other way around? Natures spells backwards his seratans. Can't remember. And now, take a deep breath. This next item is pretty sobering. In 1968, U.S. Army troops killed between 347 and 504 unarmed Vietnamese citizens at My Lai. When charged, the platoon leader William Kelly claimed to be following orders. He was sentenced but paroled after three years. Hugh Thompson, a helicopter pilot, landed between the troops and the villagers and ordered his crew to shoot at the soldiers unless they stopped shooting civilians. March 17th, St. Patrick's Day. I know we looked at it above, but it's a cultural day as well as a church feast day. Green beer, green hair, green shirt, green eggs, and spam. And the legend that Patrick drove the snakes from Ireland turns out all evidence suggests that post-glacial Ireland never had snakes. Um, at no time has there ever been any suggestion of snakes in Ireland, says naturalist Nigel Muntan keeper of natural history at the National Museum of Ireland in Dublin, who has searched extensively through Irish fossil collections and records. And I love it if you go down to the bottom of the St. Patrick page, um, there is a link for St. Erhol. Nice. Uh, March 17th, still apartheid ended in South Africa in 1992, when 68.7% of the white citizens voted to abolish. March 18th, Johnny Appleseed died on this day, 1845. He was a Swedenborgian missionary. What the heck is that, you ask, as I did? Well, it's an actual church that flows from the work of Emanuel Swedenborg. Helen Keller, Ralph Waldo Emerson, Andrew Carnegie, William Blake, 
or Swedenborgia. There's a church in Royal Oak today and a camp by Lapeer. I never knew, and we lived near Lapeer for five years. Popular images of Johnny Appleseed spreading apple seeds randomly everywhere he went. In fact, he planted nurseries rather than orchards, built fences around them to protect them from livestock, left the nurseries in care of a neighbor who sold trees on shares, returned every year or two to tend the nursery. Well, if you didn't have apple pie last Sunday for pie day, maybe today. In 1892, Lord Stanley, of Preston offered to provide a challenge cup for the best ice hockey team. March 19th, the first International Women's Day in 1911. Daylight savings time was authorized by Congress in 1918. Bob Dylan's first album, Bob Dylan, was released. Who would have guessed what was to follow? Willie Marconi ran 500 Willie Moscone ran 526 consecutive pool balls, a world record. It's since been surpassed, but not in actual competition, and the video has never been released. He consulted and had a cameo in the movie The Hustler. March 20, the spring equinox. Um, Harriet Beecher Stowe published Uncle Tom's Cabin in 1852. John Lennon and Yoko Ono got married, 1969. Albert Einstein presented his general theory of relativity in 1916. It's about gravity. Okay, I checked. I don't understand it. But speaking of gravity, Isaac Newton died on this day in 1726. And the U.S. invaded Iraq in 2003. When will they ever learn? When will they ever learn? March 21, 3, 2, 1, 3, 21. We have a pan cookie that I bought a day or two after New Year's Day that had a little 3, 2, 1 plastic sign stuck in it. So I guess we'll get it out for today. I guess it would be a good day to get started on something. What? 2006, the first tweet on Twitter. Again, who would have guessed what was to follow in uh, Earth Day? celebrated for the first time in 1970. Now we celebrate it on April 22nd. That's what I got for now.